I wrote you yesterday with the words of John from Revelation 1.10. You don't need to turn there. You need to turn to Acts chapter 2. But I wrote you with the words from Revelation 1.10. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. I hope that that is an exciting thought to you. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Now, if you read the preparatory email, you saw a couple of paragraphs that answered questions like this. What is the Lord's day? It's the first day of the week when the Lord Jesus Christ revealed himself alive to his apostles after his resurrection, and which was perpetually set aside from that day forward to be the day that he's worshipped. What does it mean to be in the Spirit? It means to have your sins confessed, you humbled before God, begging to be filled by His Spirit, and opening yourself up to the Spirit of God to worship Him the way He wants to be worshipped. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. Let me tell you about the Spirit and the Lord's Day from Acts chapter 2. Will you let me read a few verses to you? This was the Lord's Day. I'm not going to turn you there at this point because I'm going to hope you trust me this far. Leviticus 23, 15 and 16 tells us that the day of Pentecost was 50. That's what penta means. P-E-N-T-E. Penta, 50 days after a Sabbath. It says, count yourself out seven Sabbaths. That would be 49 days. And the morrow after that seventh Sabbath is Pentecost. So if it's the morrow after a Sabbath, then what is the day of Pentecost? Always Wednesday? Sunday. It's the first day of the week. Right. And look at what the Lord wants to tell us in Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. What does that mean? Why does it say that? Because it was fully the first day of the week. It was Sunday. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. I wonder why they were all assembled. Or did they already know after seven weeks that they were supposed to assemble on Sunday, the Lord's Day? Right. They were all with one accord. Are we here with one accord this morning? Amen. You know, some that weren't in accord with us are leaving. Are we here with one accord? Right. These were with one accord. They had their, they had their differences if they let their flesh reign, but they wouldn't. So listen to this. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad... The multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers in Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia in Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, in Egypt, and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. Amen. 
What a religious day in Jerusalem, 50 days after Passover. After our Lord had showed himself alive by many infallible proofs for 40 days, he told them, you wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And they were endued with power from on high. And Galileans who couldn't even speak their own language without a distinct dialect were speaking clearly in all the language groups that we just saw there. And what did they want to speak about? Well, let's assume that what follows from the mouth of Peter is what they were speaking about. And so I read to you now verses 32 through 36, and this is why it's called the Lord's Day. Acts 2, 32. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted... And having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly, that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Romans 1.4 says, Jesus was declared to be the Son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead by the Spirit of holiness. Romans 1.4. It's called the Lord's Day because the Lord Jesus Christ was declared to be the Son of God. He was declared to be Lord and He was declared to be Christ. By an outpouring of the Holy Spirit the world had never seen before. This is called blood, fire, and vapor of smoke when you're a prophet. This was the turning of the heavens upside down. And it was on Sunday. It was the Lord's Day. Are you in the Spirit on the Lord's Day? Amen. Father in heaven, you've heard us once. Hear us again. You heard the men praying this morning with one heart and one mouth. Hear us again, O Lord. Grant us thy spirit in a great measure that we might see and hear and know the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Heavenly Father, lift us up in our inner man and strengthen us in our hearts that our worship will be not only acceptable to thee this day, but very pleasing in thy sight. That you, O Lord, would be most blessed by what we can offer thee in this simple New Testament service. Hear us as we call upon thee. We thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ having received the promise of the Holy Spirit from thee, and he in turn turned the Spirit over to the church and baptized the early apostles and disciples with him. And, O Lord, we pray that you would fill us from the inside and that our new man might know the full dimensions of the love of Jesus Christ and that we would humble ourselves before him that we would be constrained as our brother Paul was, that we would thus judge that if one died for all, then all were dead, and that henceforth they which live should not live unto themselves, but unto him that loved them and gave himself for them. Let this be our cry this day. We thank you for the privilege of being called the sons of God because you have adopted us by your gracious, predestinating purpose. And we praise and thank you for it. Heavenly Father, do be with us now, we ask. 
that you would bless us in this assembly. Everything would be in due order. And that all our hearts would be united around the Lord Jesus Christ and his precious word. Hear us as we call upon thee. We love thee through thy son Jesus. And we thank thee for first loving us. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen.